Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, shut up. Vigla, I, I I love saying that name, and I don't know why, but I just uh, I just go Marisa Vigla, but I want to scream it <laughs> because Germans always sound angry. Germans do always sound angry. I still it's a very harsh language. I don't understand why she's Marisa Vigla, and she's also like CIA and not at all German. I don't understand the nationalities of anyone in this show. Uh, by the way, we're talking about Hannah. Season one. Which I would rename Vigla. <laughs> it's so much more fun to say. Hannah season one on Amazon. Hannah season two is coming out. And uh, Hannah the movie came out nine years ago. Yeah, this is very weird. I thought there was a source material behind it, but this is a TV show based on a movie from nine years ago. Yeah, and then the guy that worked on the screenplay for the movie decided to write the show. Works for me. So what I read was he basically said that the, the movie was too male, and he wanted to try to write it more female. And I don't understand what the hell that meant, because she's still like a badass assassin kid killing people. I mean, I, I thought, I, I haven't seen the movie, and this will be kind of the different perspectives we have on the show. I expected and thought in the movie her father died very early like would have been episode one of the show Mm, no okay i I mean i did not i thought it was all saoirse ronan in the movie it is mostly like so um the movie kind of is like most of the first three episodes except for some extra parts and then and then they split off in two different directions about what they wanted to do that's really interesting. I mean, I wonder if... I don't know. I wonder what the writer was thinking, since that is the same writer. That's very, very interesting. Maybe he wrote the movie and decided he wanted to expand on it. So yeah, he... yeah, that's what I figured. But, like, even the beginning of this one... Oh, so, the beginning of the show doesn't exist in the movie. So they show the bit with him going to, like, rescue the baby in the facility. So That I mean, part's that not in the movie. So, like, we don't... Implied? we don't. No, like, we don't understand why this girl... So, the first scene in the movie is just her hunting, like, a deer, I think. Yeah. Uh, But I think, like, bow and arrow. Like, this was around the time where, like, cool, badass chicks with bow and arrows was around. Like, we had Tomb Raider, we had Hunger Games, we had this movie. So, yeah, she's hunting a deer. She, like, triple shots it to, like, the heart or something and then takes it down. And then he sneaks up on her and attacks her. And then she she bites him off and he's like, okay, yeah, you're dead. And that's that's the same scene we get in the movie. Yeah, and, pretty and much. Film, she had a yeah. pistol. But that's 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 the entry we get into the movie. We have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's like, why is this girl in the wilderness with this dude, and why is he attacking her, but then training her to do this? Well, let's go through the show. Uh, each of the episodes, eight episodes. I think they were all about fifty minutes. Yeah, about. And we'll talk about some of the differences with the movie and where we think season two is going to go. 
We are going to spoil it, obviously. I'm not going to talk about the Season 2 trailers I have seen so far because I feel like they are very spoilery for Season 2 unless it comes up with your comparison of the movie. And I think it's like, yeah, they went back towards the movie route. Maybe that's not going to happen. I'm probably going to spoil the movie while we talk about it. I apologize for that before. <laughs> the movie's nine years old. That's fine to spoil. <laughs> okay. Okay, episode one, The Forest. As Jimmy said, it starts back in time, Romania 2003. Joel Kinnaman is the lead actor, the father of Hannah, who I, I honestly, from the advertising and what I'd seen of the show, didn't even know he was in this show. I've grown to like him quite a bit. He's uh, was in Altered Carbon season one. He was in House of Cards. Pretty good actor. Always plays a similar role, but pretty good. So back in 2003, he is posing as some lab tech, sneaks into this facility, steals a baby, goes to a motel with this woman. It seems like his significant other. It seems like it's their child that they stole back. They get found at this motel. They drive off. They're chased by a helicopter. Car crashes. Wife is killed. Joel Kinnaman, whose name probably isn't revealed yet, but he's Eric Heller. Uh, runs away with the baby, who, of course, is Hannah, and the car explodes, so it kind of seems like they died. Uh, and there's this one woman in particular, a uh, very short hair, red-haired woman, who seems very intent on stopping them. Yeah, and that's kind of where it ends. And then it picks up years later. Hannah, the titular character, is much older. She's running through the woods. She shoots a deer. She's cleaning the deer or whatever. Her dad shows up and... Tells her, like, yeah, you, you, you're dead. I, I was standing behind you for way too long. So he's training her. They go through a montage in, in episode one of, you know, how he trains her. They do education as well, not just physical training. She says an interesting quote that humans are dangerous and not to be trusted. So this is something he's, like, ingrained in her. And obviously she's grown up in these woods. She's clearly never met another human. She does ask him why they can't leave, and he just kind of, gives a non-committal answer. She follows a plane to this row of trees, and they're kind of, it seemed like they're marked for logging. They have red bands around them. But then she started jumping in the trees and climbing around them. Like, were there mines at the base of those trees, or what the hell was she doing? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe it was just to show off her, like, abilities. More so, I don't know if they had, like, mines. They could. That, that, that makes what sense. It seemed like to me, but I don't know where he would have gotten mine. So whatever. Well, I mean, like I can already tell you a difference between the sh the movie and the 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 show. Um, okay. In the show, like they're in a cave, right? And then, like he has like a log cabin in the movie. First off, and then he seems to have collected a lot more stuff. And then he also kind of she she doesn't really question why she's being taught this because he has a specific reason for it, uh, which we'll cover in a little bit, but. So there's already differences in, in what he's trying to do between the movie and the, and the show. Anyway, Hannah sneaks off because, whatever, she's sick of shit. Uh, she meets a young boy named Arvo who gives her Snickers. And None of they, that happens in the movie. They sneak off to a big satellite dish. I guess they trip some alarm or something because some sh soldiers show up. Hannah just bolts. Uh, her dad kind of interrogates her. He finally explains that this woman, and he shows her a photo of Marissa Wiegler, uh, <laughs> killed her mother and is looking for him, so they're in hiding, and we then see the current 
Marissa Vigler with her significant other and their kid, seemingly, at a park, but she gets some intel from this guy about the satellite break-in and somehow just immediately connected the dots that that's where Eric Heller disappeared from 15 years ago, and because it was a young girl, it must be the girl he took. Seemed like a bit of a leap to me, but I guess they're in the middle of nowhere in Romania, so okay. Yeah, so uh, him him bringing up Wiegler is, uh, in the movie, he specifically has been training her as an assassin to kill Marissa Wiegler. Okay. Uh, so we don't really cover, like, this backstory of, like, Wiegler and her family and these kids. Like, she's set up as our antagonist in the film straight away. And then the reason that she's been trained this entire time is specifically to kill her. Okay. So three helicopters show up at their little cave because Wiegler knew where they were. They are Americans, which confused me a lot at first because Heller was in Romania and seemed not american but they're you know soldiers hannah kills one and then she decides to play helpless so uh eric can escape that's pretty much the end of episode one episode... see you made i'll interrupt again so this part makes more sense than the movie because so after he brings up the marissa Vigler, he tells her like this is who you're gonna kill basically and then he's like you're ready right so he gives her the decision if she's ready or not, and she says she is. So they di- they dig up this radio beacon, they activate the beacon, which lets the CIA find her, and then he dips out. He's gone. They find this girl, and then they think, oh, why is this girl like stranded here? And then they take her in while she's acting all innocent and whatnot. Okay, I mean that's pretty close. Uh, episode two, friend. We randomly see this British girl named Sophie who is bitching about going on vacation with her family. That's like the start of the episode. I had no idea where this came from. It was felt so random. Uh, Hannah is in prison. She gets cleaned up. She's kind of being interrogated, and she asks to see Marissa Beegler. Uh Cuts back and forth between Sophie and Hannah most of the episode. Sophie goes and makes out with a random guy on the beach in Morocco, and then her family van breaks down, and she just kind of runs off. Hannah, meanwhile, kills who she thinks is Marissa Wiegler, but it's we know that it's fake, some random woman who's being fed lines by Wiegler. Um, she kills some soldiers, the guards, gets a gun, escapes, grabs a uniform, grabs a backpack, and just comes out of this cave, and she's in Morocco, hence the connection to the girl Sophie. I don't know why why she was taken to Morocco, but okay. Uh, so she runs into Sophie in the middle of the Moroccan desert and they run into Sophie's family van and Sophie brings Hannah along. So she kind of escapes. Uh, meanwhile, Marissa gets, uh, this guy, uh, named Jacobs to kind of track Hannah down. Hannah gets dropped off at a market. She's kind of like overwhelmed by the mass of humanity because she's like never talked to people. Um, Sophie's family, meanwhile, kind of gives up on their vacation, and they're going to go home. And Sophie, I guess Hannah, went back with her and decides to be hidden with them. And then they kind of hang out on a cruise boat, seemingly going back to, I think, southern France. And Jacobs is seemingly there. He sees 
Hannah and apparently knows that it's her. Hannah and Sophie go to a club. They make up with some boys. Uh, and then Sophie drops Hannah off at a train station. But she is approached by Jacobs. And Hannah goes into full fucking assassin mode and kicks the shit out of him and kills someone right in front of Sophie. And Sophie's like, what the fuck? And then she jumps on a train. That's pretty much it for episode two. And this is actually where it starts to change up a little bit. So most of everything you described happens in the movie in that, like, in an overview sense. We don't spend as much time with, you know, Sophie. But there is a Sophie character. They are in Morocco. She does kind of, like, join up with his family. And then she does kill, like, a Marissa Vigla doppelganger and escapes. I don't know why they're in Morocco, but they're in Morocco in the movie as well. Uh, but then after this episode, I think, is when it just decides that it's a whole different thing. At this okay. point, the movie is different. So, yeah, episode three is City. So the whole point was Sophie always, or Hannah always told people she was from Amsterdam, but she's actually going to Berlin to a very specific address she has memorized to meet up with her dad again. Uh, so she's going there on the train. Meanwhile, Sophie's family gets questioned by Jacobs uh, about Hannah. Hannah and Eric both show up in Berlin. They meet up. They meet up with some of Eric's old army buddies, Elsa, Rudy, and the guy. I don't think Dieter's there. Dieter comes in later. No, Dieter comes in later. Okay, so I think it's just them. Uh, oh, Lucas is the other guy. I don't remember any of their names, but okay. So they go and steal some guns at some arms depot, and apparently it's all to lure. Marissa Vigler there. And then it, it starts to flash back here to showing uh, younger Eric and Joanna, uh, who was Hannah's mother. And he's kind of luring her away from an abortion clinic. So he's seemingly being used to recruit pregnant women for something. Meanwhile, Jacobs meets up with Lucas, one of Eric's buddies. And he and Marissa kind of question him. Uh... And he owes some money. They're kind of like, hey, we can help you out. You need to tell us where Heller is. Hannah, meanwhile, had grabbed her DNA test uh, results, something from yeah. the lab. And she kind of asked Eric about it. And he just straight up burns it. And it's like, don't don't ask me about this. And then she's getting really frustrated about why she can't help with the mission to kill Marissa. Because that's like what she felt she was trained to do. Right. But then Lucas shows up and Hannah just has the sixth sense that like something is fucked up with him. So she tells Eric and he decides to bring her at the last minute. And I guess the plan of this whole thing is uh, they know Beagler's at a hotel. Eric and Lucas are going to meet in a cafe and then go into the hotel together, I guess. And... Eric meets him at the cafe and kind of questions why he's nervous. Uh, meanwhile, Jacobs goes to the place that they were staying to grab Hannah because Lucas told him where they were. And he calls Wiegler and says she's not there. So then she gets suspicious. And they uh, she sends out an international warrant for Heller uh, because he killed two random German guys. I don't know. And that he's been sighted at the cafe. And then he walks out of the cafe and gets shot, but it's actually Lucas. Mm -hmm. 
Meanwhile, another friend, Dieter, uh, one of Eric's friends, shows up to kind of watch over Hannah. And Hannah runs off, of course. She basically, while this is going on, Eric has escaped. Lucas has been shot dead. Eric's gone into the hotel and he's just firing off smoke bombs, I guess, to cause just distraction and chaos so he can try to get to Beagler's room. Although I think he knew she wasn't there, so I guess he's just running at this point. And Hannah shows up at the hotel and Jacobs is about to shoot her, seemingly. And Dita runs him over, not like kills him, just hits him. And they run off. And then Eric's uh, other friends, Elsa and Rudy, grab some German cops and pose as them. And they're kind of in the alley, seemingly have uh, Eric under arrest, and Beagler shows up, and then they all kind of turn on her and kidnap her. So was there a huge diversion there with the movie? Yeah, I mean, we don't really follow Eric for most of the movie. I mean, he kind of reappears because the movie focuses purely on Hannah. He doesn't reappear until Hannah is there, and it's not until way later. There's not this whole, like, CIA operative other guy. Like, she hires, like, a different dude who is supposed to help him track her down. She's also more ruthless. Way different. This is where it completely splits off, and then by the end of it, it's it's a whole different thing. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. Episode four, Father. So Dieter takes Hannah back to his home. Uh, the German police are obviously kind of breaking into all the associates' homes and looking for Eric. Beagler calls Jacobs, again, under duress, uh, but she says that she has Heller and she needs to meet him at a cafe. Jacobs and Marissa are at the cafe. She tells him to go back to his car. He goes back. His driver's dead. Heller's in the back, points a gun at him. Hannah sees the news about her father on the TV at Dieter's house. Meanwhile, Heller interrogates Beagler. She's the DD of CIA Europe. So seemingly some promotion for her. And basically, he just interrogated Jacobs to find out more about Beagler at this point, I guess. And he found her personal cell phone in her hotel safe and found the picture of her husband and adopted child. And basically says, like, I know where they live. And if you don't do what I want, I'm going to kill him. Uh, so she lifts the warrant, or she's going to lift the warrant on him and help him escape the city, and then he'll let her go. And to show that he's serious, he brought in Jacobs, who's been tortured, and just kills him. So Hannah sneaks off from Dieter's house, because Dieter has to go to work late at night, uh, but he also goes to Eric. And she overhears a conversation about Eric kind of saying, she doesn't need to know who I am. And she runs back to the house, basically. Okay, so then Beagler goes to another kind of CIA guy that doesn't matter and basically says, like, I need help clearing the warrant on Heller. It's okay, I'm in control. You know, I have him. I just, I need to do this my way. And he basically shows up at the office and this guy, Jerome Sawyer, has just taken the whole thing over. And he starts to interrogate him and basically be like, you know, have you talked to Beagler? And he admits that, yeah, and they're basically going to set up this escape plane for Heller as a trap. Hannah looks through Dieter's house and finds this paperwork 
that for some reason Dieter had. I don't understand why at all, but it's basically the paperwork of her adoption, whatever, by the this company. It's just known as Utrax. It's kind of throughout the whole show, but it basically shows that Eric was the recruiter and that her father is unknown. Hence the name of the episode. And then it uh, it jumps back a little bit to the past again with Eric and Johanna and dealing with all that. And Johanna wasn't sure about giving her baby up and obviously establishes the relationship she had with Eric. But then uh, during the interrogation with Ziegler, she basically says, like, Utrex was a fully authorized thing. So it's something in cahoots with the CIA. And after Heller escaped, they were totally busted they didn't want to take any risks so they apparently terminated the program and she had to kill a bunch of babies and basically she came after heller and is still coming after heller because she told people that everything was dealt with so she's fearful for her own life Dieter finally takes hannah back to eric and they go to the airport she asks him about her father and of course eric lies so she runs off in the midst of the airport and then Rudy, meanwhile, stays behind to kill Ziegler, and this guy Sawyer shows up and kills him. And Eric calls him to see what's up, and Sawyer answers and says, you're boned. So Eric's literally on the tarmac in the middle of nowhere with the plane, and a bunch of CIA guys come out and start shooting at him. Dieter and Elsa kind of hear it and turn back and save Heller, but he gets shot in the stomach. And then Hannah sneaks off back to Dieter's work where he was seemingly smuggling people out of Germany. And she just kind of joins this truck to leave. That's it for episode four. All right, episode five. Uh, Hannah's gone to Sophie in somewhere in England. She's sneaking food out to Hannah in her garage. Sawyer basically tells Wiegler she's done. He's taken over the whole thing. It's time for her to take mental health time, and she's freaking out about it and saying, fuck no. She goes to therapy and tells her therapist, like, I should be the one to go after this guy. You know that. Eric gets treated for his gunshot wound, but he obviously can't go to the hospital, and I don't think they can take the bullet out, so it's kind of just a ticking time bomb. Hannah goes to a party, uh, which is significant because, of course, there are social media pictures which is ultimately how Wiegler tracks her down. She sees a picture of Hannah and Sophie. They already knew Sophie. They had her name from before. So she looked on her profile, saw Hannah, knew she was there. Sawyer goes to Dieter's house and when he's not there and is like playing with his kids and very clearly, oh yeah, and then there's a fucking sniper dot on one of his kids' faces. So it's like, you're going to tell us everything you know about Heller and everything or we're going to kill your family. Yeah, the CIA is a straight-up evil show. Yeah, super evil. Like, weirdly, like, I don't think... I mean, I know we were bad. We saw the torture report, but... Yeah, we at least thought those yeah. people were enemies, you know? Sure. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, every everything we keep seeing in, in media makes the CIA just seem more and more evil. Except for Jack Ryan. I think that's the only, like, non-evil CIA representation I've seen in a long time true the show felt a lot like jack ryan too but we'll get to that so there's a bunch of teenage drama shit they go to a boy's house hannah and sophie blah 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 blah. there's a crush the kids go out to the woods hannah fucks sophie's crush whatever that's that doesn't matter 
So Heller is outside their little hideaway working out, and Elsa gets sniped. She's gone. And then they arrest him. And it's shown that, yeah, Dieter gave him up. Of course, he had to. His family was in jeopardy. Episode six, Mother. So Heller is being interrogated in a room by Sawyer. That's about it for a while. Hannah, whatever. The kids are out in the woods. They go back. Sophie's pissed because she finds out about the whole sleeping with her crush. She tells Hannah to leave. Hannah's about to leave when, of course, Weegler shows up. Sophie steals, or Hannah steals Sophie's brother's phone and is texting back and forth. Sophie says, like, hey, you need to meet me somewhere. And Hannah shows up there. And, of course, it's Weegler. She convinces Hannah that, you know, she'll give her all the answers she wants. She's not going to hurt her. She just wants her to come with her. And Hannah just agrees. They go stay in a hotel, and, you know, Vigler seems really motherly towards her. It's kind of a weird relationship. Meanwhile, Heller, of course, is interrogated for all the information he has, and then he's going to be killed. He breaks out, he kills the guards, and then he hacks into a CIA computer and finds there are more girls, like Hannah, seemingly. He goes back to Dieter, kind of is like, you owe me one says, take me to the airport, give me some money. Heller's gone. He vanishes. And then Hannah was told by Beagler that Eric was dead, but she, of course, can just smell lies, apparently. And then Heller just shows up when they're at the hotel in an elevator, and Sawyer shows up at the same time because Beagler had called him and said, hey, I, I have Hannah. And, of course, Eric and Hannah escape they actually hijack a CIA helicopter, which was awesome. A more badass Hannah fighting scenes. She kills a couple people, has a beat on Beagler. Beagler has a beat on her. They don't shoot each other. And then we see the first of the other, I called them enhanced girls. <laughs> sure. They're kind of just referred to as trainees later on, but I called them enhanced for a while. Uh, they're super so there's soldiers. Just these, yeah, there's just these two girls fighting under some surveillance. That's really all we see. And then we go to episode seven, Road. Basically, Eric is taking Hannah to her real father in Romania. They stop by his mom's house, which is a little weird because I would think you would know. Like, he asks his mom, has anyone been here to see you looking for me? And she says no, which that was a really fucking weird relationship. Yeah. Because his mom sells him out and whatever. Sawyer finds out that the computer was hacked and knows that Heller is going to go to the facility, so he just goes to the Utrecht facility and with a bunch of guys is waiting. Beeler's, again, kind of cut out of everything, so she starts tracking things on her own. She kind of runs out, and there's this weird development of her and her significant other. doesn't seem like they're married, and the kid is not hers, but he's just, like, bitching that she's always gone I don't know why that's in the show, but there's a lot more of that in this episode. It felt kind of weird. We get to see more of the trainees. They're studying America a lot for some reason, which felt really weird. It felt like they were being used for an attack against America, not that they were being used by the CIA. Like, why were they studying America and not like Russia or somewhere where they would have potentially go to be assassins? Like, were they going to be assassins in the U.S. to further CIA goals? Or I don't know. It felt really weird. I don't know, maybe they were just teaching them America so we can 
because they're like pretty much indoctrinated as these like soldier mentality things. I mean, teaching them about the homeland that they're supposed to protect, maybe hopefully not false flag attacks against the United States for the CIA's purposes. Yeah, I don't know why they need to learn state capitals then, but anyway. So Eric takes Hannah to her father, and you know he says, "I'm going to be back in the morning." we'll sort things out i just want you to spend the night with your real dad i gotta go figure some stuff out hannah again senses that he lied i forget if there was something else oh so eric actually calls hannah's real dad and he's in the same room with hannah and she senses that it it, it was a call like in the middle of the night she was like that was that was eric and he's not coming back is he and then she just runs out beats the shit out of real dad because that's what she does, and steals his car and goes to chase after Eric Heller. Meanwhile, he goes back to the same motel we saw in the pilot where he and Joanna stayed when Hannah was just a baby. Vigler killed someone from the CIA. I forget what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, they were going to murder her. Yeah, they were taken to the woods to assassinate her. They were taken to the woods to kill her. She kills them, and she grabs a radio, and she's kind of listening in on they expect him to go to the Utrax facility. They have seen his car sighted somewhere in this area, and she's like, ah, the motel. I'm going to go back there, I guess. She knew he was in room 12 because that's the one he had done 15 years earlier or whatever. She goes to room 11. She calls him and is kind of like, hey, uh, dude's waiting for you at the facility. You're going to fucking die. And Eric tells her that you restarted the program, right? And she's like, the fuck? Because she had no idea. So Vigler kind of talks him out of doing a suicide mission and says she'll help. And then right at that second, Sawyer shows up and Heller's like, oh, you fucking betrayed me. And kind of just in self-defense, Vigler shoots him again in the shoulder and runs off. Hannah shows up, murders everybody. Sawyer gets injured by an explosion. Hannah and Eric run off. And Vigler's just kind of there. Episode 8. Hannah bites the bullet out of Eric's shoulder. And patches him up. Vigler kidnaps Sawyer. And is like, why are you going to fucking kill me? Why did you restart the program all this shit? Meanwhile, we also cut into a specific trainee, Girl 249. That's her name. Mm-hmm. And she is kind of... what? Is, she's the only independent thinker, basically. They're all just fucking robot drones. And she's kind of realizing that things are getting fucked up. People are kind of panicking their masters are not in control i think is what she says so eric tells hannah about the girls in the facility she's like yep we gotta go after them we're gonna go back there beagler has sawyer call the facility to say that he's coming and they're driving there sawyer gets loose in the car and crashes the car he leaves beagler unconscious and escapes and the car explodes so he thinks she died but she got out at the last minute hannah and eric steal a bus to take all the trainees away they kind of break in the facility perimeter knock out a few guards get inside girl 249 is trying to like talk to the girl next order and she's like no no we're in lockdown we can't do shit and hannah and eric get to the rooms of the trainees and they're knocking on the doors and they're like i think there's people inside here but they're not saying shit and finally they get to 249 and she kind of talks to them sawyer kind of stumbles across a, a town you know he was out in the middle of the woods and gets a phone, and then just immediately is showing up with a full military convoy. I don't know where the fuck the convoy came from. I guess the CIA has shit in Romania for some reason. 
like tanks and shit, basically. <laughs> 249 comes out of a room, meets Hannah. Hannah looks on the iPad and says, hey, your name's Clara, and this was your mother. And I'm like, you, and we're all cool. And then they coax all the trainees out of their rooms, just as Sawyer gets back and tells all the trainees, hey, if anyone tries to guide you guys anywhere, go fucking murder him. So one of them tries to kill Hannah, and 249, Clara, I guess I should say, as her name is revealed now, murders the girl, and everyone else just leaves. I guess they kind of choose the path of least resistance, which is just do nothing and follow orders. So they all kind of get on trucks and are just taken out of the facility. Beagler just hitchhikes to the facility. She sees the kids getting into the trucks. The military comes through and just starts to burn down everything. Like, this is, we need to make this as if it didn't exist. And they find Eric and Hannah and Clara. And they're at a shooting range. And Clara had laid out a bunch of claymores, which can be remote triggered somehow. I'm pretty sure that's not how claymores work, but whatever. You don't kill know a bunch of people. Future what? shit they have. They made super soldiers. Future shit. This seems current. It was 2018. This is the hey, past. This is a different universe apparently. A long with, with time ago in a people. galaxy far, far away. <laughs> so whatever. It's a bunch of Hannah and Clara kicking ass. Eric's fucked up. They're like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Yeah, I've, I've had a bullet in me for a while. I'm gonna die. Just leave me." They drag him along. They get him out. And they're just outside the facility, and Sawyer pulls a gun on him, and then Beagler shows up and kills him. And she just tells them to go. And they leave, drag Eric's ass onto the bus. Beagler calls Sawyer's boss, who's only kind of been there as a voice on the phone. And she says, like, oh, I need help. They escaped. And then she shoots herself in the leg, I guess, so she can kind of stay on the inside and figure out what's going on. And Eric's last words as he's dying are, leave me with her, and then he dies. And they bury him next to Joanna, who they had visited her grave earlier. I skipped over that, whatever. It wasn't a big deal, but there was some kind of relationship there. So Eric's dead, buried in the woods, and Clara and Hannah walk off into the woods hand in hand. That's yep. it. Pretty good show. Kind of weird. The ending leaves me with a lot of questions, especially with what I've seen of season two. But let's hear what the movie was like a little more. Okay, so, yeah, I told you it already split off after, like, episode two, basically. I won't go over the specifics, because mostly I don't remember the specifics. I didn't, I haven't seen the movie in nine years. I'm going off of the synopsis and my memories here. But, yeah, if he doesn't have all these, like, contacts, like, there's not, like, a whole crew for El Eric. If there is, it happens off screen. She's supposed to meet up with, uh, in Berlin with him and one of his friends, this guy doesn't exist in the show. His name is Neffler. He's like a magician dude. And the the movie's also just completely different feel too. Like between the soundtrack and like the the decisions the director made, it's a lot more like fantasy like. Like interesting. Um, a lot of the reviews at the time basically said like it was like a fairy tale esque movie with her as like this super soldier. Like Very it's odd. a really good movie. I recommend the movie. Like I out of the two, I still like the movie more from what I remember. Not that, really? the, not that the show was bad. The show was really good, too. The show is basically real. I mean, like, we could have made Super Soldiers, sure. Like, there's nothing unrealistic about this show that I can even think of. I mean, there isn't that much crazy about the 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 movie in terms... Of, like, when I say it's, like, fairy tale, I don't mean, like, it's magic shit. I just mean, like, the feel of the movie is more, like, 
fairy tale e like the the themes of it okay but yeah you you were saying that you thought that maybe season two would lead into stuff from the movie and i don't think so because marissa Wiegler is completely fucking different in the show like she's just straight up the bad guy in the movie she doesn't have this whole like backstory about feeling like bad about doing anything or anything yeah i mean i'm glad she had trying to hunt them down and stuff Eric does die in the movie, too, uh, but he dies, like, protecting her from some other thing. There's a different, like, operative that's, like, hunting them down. There's no, um, there's no, like, his grandmother, or sorry, his mother. It's uh, her maternal grandmother that appears in the movie. She gets tortured to death by the evil CIA operative dude. And the movie basically ends with uh, her killing Vigler in the same manner that we see in the beginning of the movie, like, the deer. Okay, she, so like, triple shots them. That's it. The, that's that's how it ends off. Other, there's no other there's trainees. no other girls. There's no re like yeah. There's no okay. Utrex like Regenesis or anything. So it went off so, completely differently. Yeah, he, he the, the writer definitely wanted to expand on it then because season two is more. I'm not gonna say anything. I think the trailer spoiled spoiled a shitload unless I'm it all happens now and i'm gonna episode. go check it out after no, we stop don't recording do it. just but... watch just just be surprised it's fine don't watch the trailer the one thing i wish the the show had that the movie uh, the movie had was just the soundtrack from the movie i remember it being really good the soundtrack for this was odd i don't think it was bad there was a couple of times where it was like interesting sound choice okay but i don't know so, like, the movie was done by the Chemical Brothers, and they did this, like, really weird, like, kind of funky stuff, but it was really good. I remember downloading the soundtrack at the time and listening to it, because it was, it was awesome. Like, they, there was no recurring theme with the uh, that weird song about the fur and murdering you if you go to sleep song that kept happening throughout the show. <laughs> I don't really remember it, but, yeah, yeah, it was weird. But, yeah, this movie felt a lot like Jack Ryan to me. Like, uh, yeah, that's why I was joking. I don't know if you heard my joke, but I was like, crossover. <laughs> it could. Yeah. I, I doubt it. That would actually I doubt be it. awesome. I, They're both I don't think ja- properties. I think Jack Ryan's way too uh, into being a semi-realistic thing. They wouldn't touch, like, super soldiers as a, as a topic. Especially not teenage girl super soldiers who kill entire troops of men. Ninja Turtles? Yes. Oh. Teenage girl super soldiers. They should make that show, though. And then have that crossover with Hannah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I thought the, the show was pretty good. It went a little too teenage angsty with Sophie. I did not like that character and See, like, most of those storylines. That's not as much there. Like I, mean, I think in the movie, she does... I think she makes out with Sophie specifically, not like a random boy. But so it kind of covers her kind of discovering herself. But it's not... There isn't as much time to focus on that because, of course, it's like a... I think it's like a two-hour to 90-minute movie, right? So there's not as much time. Right. This is like one of those cases where I usually say like it's harder to write a movie because you don't have enough time, but they did a good job in the movie, and they cover what they need to. Like, I don't understand what his um, his comment about how like he wanted to uh, – that the movie was too male. I mean, I guess he wanted to explore the more feminine side. I think that that might have been all the stuff he covered with like the female angst and trying to give Marissa Wiegler like a more – normal backstory of like oh she's dealing with like real shit at home kind of thing yeah i don't know if that helps i I like that vigler had depth and she wasn't just crazy bad guy because she absolutely was in the pilot and i was like jesus 
and I'm glad they humanized her some, but but then her dealing with her home life and her husband just seemed like a bitch. Like he was just moaning. It, and I kind of get it. Uh, it's a weird situation to be in when she just disappears and won't tell him. But I don't know. It felt like those scenes were unnecessary too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was supposed to be some sort of take on that, like the male being all like she's not adhering to the patriarchy of being like this housewife that stays at home kind of thing. But mm, yeah, I don't know that he was saying that. But uh, well, I don't because know. he wanted her to, he wanted her to be there when he got home. He wanted her to be a mother, even though she's already told him like I don't want to have kids. And all these other expectations of her that he has. I think that might have been what that was kind of commenting on. Yeah, maybe. It just felt like it broke too much from the rest of the story and didn't add anything. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bits of the show that are, like, not as exciting or kind of, like, slow burning because of that. But, like, the action is badass still. Um, And I hope that they, they expand upon that more and... This, this universe building is is a cool idea because I, I did like the movie a lot and we, we were always questioning whether or not we'd get something more from it. So it's interesting to see it kind of like blown up into a whole thing instead of getting just like a sequel or something. I will only say there will be more. Well, yeah, well, I know there will be more because <laughs> we got another season coming. Yeah, so I mean, along the lines of Jack Ryan, I mean, there's there's a lot of parallels and it does feel a lot like it. There's these multiple storylines kind of coming together and that kind of a thing. I wonder Have if similar some... people are involved in the production and that's why it feels yeah, so similar. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Be curious to look that up. I mean, obviously the writer's not, I don't think, in Jack Ryan. I doubt the director is, although maybe. Was it the same director for every episode of the show or did they have multiple? I did not pay attention to that. Okay. But I'm worried, much like I was for Jack Ryan 2, that Jack Ryan 2 was just an action movie, which it was. And I'm worried a little bit for the same for Hannah Season 2. But it does seem like there is more world building from what I've seen of the trailer. I don't want to say anything else. Like I said, I would not watch the trailer for Season 2. Rewatch season one instead or something. Don't watch it. I see you trying to load it. Don't watch it. <laughs> now I'm looking up Jack Ryan to see if I can look up anybody that's that's involved in both. I don't know, man. I, I like the I like the actiony bits of this more than I do the a lot more of the the, the I guess slow build up to things. I mean, it, it might have been affected by the fact that I already knew like, oh yeah, she's a genetically built super soldiery person. And, of course, it's not her dad and all this stuff, right? Like, so I, I didn't pay as much attention to that. So you know, maybe that affected my, like, caring about the slower bits of it. But I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I didn't feel like it had enough action for her being a badass like she is. The action of this movie was better, but the not action was significantly worse than Jack Ryan. Well, yeah, at least season we, one. Season two of Jack Ryan was just kind of a clusterfuck and just mostly action. We yeah, we like season one a lot better of Jack Ryan because it presented it, him as an analyst being an right, analyst, which we don't get. Shit. Yeah, I think it's because we don't get that. But I mean, when you walk into a, this, a show yeah. where you have a super soldier, you expect her to be in more action pieces. Right. And this non-action stuff was Hannah being a girl, which doesn't quite have as much interest to me <laughs> as a 30 right. year old man. Exactly. So, but I think that's what exactly what he was going for. Uh, in that, like, it's it's more male to give us the action shit that you and I want, and I guess trying to do like the more emotional stuff is 
more female, so quote unquote. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like that application either because I mean, everybody likes their own shit. I actually do like teen dramas all the time. I watch a bunch of shitty teen dramas, yeah. but I also just want action when I'm expecting action. I, I don't just need more action though. I mean, I would have liked to have learned more about Heller. What the fuck was he? I don't understand. Was he an American? Because no, he no, was no. I think they born go over in it. Germany. He, he, he's, he was an ex-soldier turned into a CIA asset. Yeah, but was he an American soldier? I don't no, understand no, no. Like, how he got... He, I, I, I guess he's just a European CIA asset from the German army, seemingly? I think so. Okay. Because he, he only talks about being in the army and then being recruited by her for work, not as being like actually part of the CIA. So he's right, just an but asset. that's that's also really vague. Like he does some shit for the CIA for a while and doesn't like it, and then leaves, and then comes back to do this Utrax shit. Seemingly, I don't know about that. I didn't read really that. I thought I thought the working for the CIA bit was specifically working for Vigler. But I guess we will hopefully find out a little more in season two about what Utrax is, what the whole program is. I mean. It seems pretty black and white that they were some kind of private company that was making super soldiers for the CIA. But, like, why did they choose only to use girls? What is their goal? Like, are they going to be assassins deployed around the world to, you know, create coups and all kinds of shit in different countries? Or, you know, target diplomatic people? Or what? what's the situation? I have no idea. I mean, because it might have made more sense if the entire first, like, generation hadn't been, like, just scrapped immediately where she burned babies, so, apparently. Yeah, but, I, didn't, I didn't understand that. They had, uh, like, are all these girls a little younger than Hannah, and they were done yeah, right yeah, after? It, okay, it, I, I thought... It, in, the, in the stuff that he finds, he finds files on Utrax, and then he finds files on Utrax Regenesis, which is the second group of girls that they find. Okay. I wasn't sure if they had, like, had only, I don't know, had Marissa kill, like, half the program to, like, prove a point or some shit and, like, make sure a bunch of people knew that it was dead so they could continue the second half hidden, but I guess whatever. I mean, whatever. it's possible they, that they could have done that. They unnecessarily killed a bunch of babies. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, like, I'm wondering if they'll do some bullshit where it's like, oh, they knew about her existing somewhere. And, but I don't know, like, she's so close in age. I don't know why it's all girls. It doesn't make any sense. Unless, like, it would have made more sense to me if the original project kind of moved forward a little bit and whatever they were trying to do just didn't work well with, like, the Y chromosome or something and they had to use females for whatever genetic modifications they were doing. Maybe that is the case. I mean, maybe... Oh, no, 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 yeah, but, like, it would, it would have made more sense if the other project continued longer, but it seemed like the other project was immediately like, oh, fuck, we lost one, burned all the babies. Yeah. So... Other than burning babies, this is a pretty good show. <laughs> it's uh, yeah i mean the action is mostly like real fast quick hand-to-hand combat you know shoot a guy move on oh i did have something to bitch about though which is just why uh, it's not just this show why do so many shows just make their scenes so goddamn dark because the first couple of episodes like there were just scenes that were I, so dark and i couldn't I, see what was okay. happening the one scene i remember this in was really weird fucking scene and i'm glad it was dark was when hannah put her hand on her vagina was she I, I couldn't tell if she was masturbating or if she had her period 
or like I didn't even notice that scene because it was so oh, dark. I yeah, don't it even was a know weird what scene. I saw. What is so, something's wrong with your monitor if it's that dark? So yeah, this is what I think it is. I, I I was watching it on my like bigger screen TV, which is a cheaper TV. So it's like, is it just a big old fuck you to everybody who doesn't have like full on HDR? Like yeah, you, I got, just, you gotta get 4K HDR, man. That's what Amazon's saying. Yeah, I switched to a different. They should, they should be sponsored by like Dell or one of the monitor manufacturers for this. Like it, it's great that you want to make use of new technology, but come on, stop fucking over people and making scenes so dark. Like, uh, I mean, you have to think about it from a director's perspective. He's seeing it in one way. He's not thinking about oh the black colors are going to be worse on old plasma TVs. i don't know people like people keep doing like d dark coloring in general like it, it took me a bit to try to get my brother into ozarks because it's just so blue right uh, so it's like that's hard to like see some shit. you can uh there's interviews with jason bateman about ozark it's very intentional for whatever reason I get All that it's that intentional, is, but yeah. it's fucking up the viewing experience in some aspects. I've never, I mean, I've I mean, watched like, on a 4K HDR screen. Ozarks so wasn't as bad. Ozarks wasn't as bad. But the problem is, like, when you do, like, that kind of blue tinting, and then you have scenes that are supposed to be in a dark area, and then you decide, yeah, it's going to be dark. I don't care that you can't see what's happening, and then try to do shit in there. Like, it annoys me. Like, I get they're in a cave. I get they're in, like, a dark hallway. But can you give me some bullshit lighting so I can see what's happening and pretend, like, oh, yeah, it's dark. I get that it's supposed to be dark. I'll, I'll, I'll go around along with your story that it's dark, but I want to be able to see things. No, it's realistic, Jimmy. I hate it. Whatever. I uh, But I don't hate the show. <laughs> the show is good. Go watch Just the these show. cinematic techniques occasionally used. I just hate, yeah, the decision to go so dark and realistic. I also do hate the, the, the show, the show doesn't have it as much, but I hate, like, the jarring quick action scenes, so you don't actually have to do, like, real fight choreography. You can just, like, jitter your camera a little bit and be like, oh, look, they fought. I hate that, and I miss, like, cool, cool cut action. I, I mean, the action's pretty good. Hannah just basically does full parkour. Um, yeah, it's, it's good on this. I, this was me complaining about stuff in general, because yeah. I, I got into the weeds, but... This no, also this made me good. think of, this is a young actress, I'm sure she doesn't have many credits to her name, who did a very, very good job, in my opinion, and yet Disney spent millions on a movie where both of their actors were significantly worse. Go listen to our Artemis Fowl podcast, that's a plug, and also, it, like, really, it came up, like, that is still sticking in my brain of how bad the actors were, and I don't want to blame them, they're young kids, but they were horrible in Artemis Fowl compared to this young actress and Hannah was she, pretty amazing. She's now, 20 now. So she was, what, 18, 18. when they filmed it? So yeah, okay, fine. She's that's the thing. I, I think but, Artemis Fowl fucked up by going, we got to get Irish people, and they actually have to be age-relevant. They didn't need to be Irish. That was part of their limiting factor, I think. There's not that many Irish actors, Even sorry. Even if they weren't Irish, I don't care. Like, just age them up a bit. You're not going to get great acting out of a kid, usually. It's hard to find a kid who's a great actor. The other thing I realize is, as I mentioned, I really like Joel Kinnaman. Looking back on Altered Carbon, I prefer Joel Kinnaman to Anthony Mackie's Takeshi Kovach. I love Anthony Mackie, but, oh, yeah, but as Takeshi but... Kovach, Kinnaman was better. Season one was better, though. So I don't know yeah, if it's necessarily biased, specific but, to that. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Anthony Mackie wasn't serious enough for the role for me. I told I told you my issue with that one, too. Like, it was just that Anthony Mackie's oh, the wrong choice. Oh, they were way too different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not... It, 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 you it have wasn't a show fair of where... Anthony Mackie to try to emulate Joel Kinnaman. 
Right, but like that's the problem with that show. It's that your your personality's not supposed to change. It's just right. the body you're in. So he's supposed to be Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. And then he's Anthony Mackie. He's a high-energy personality when he's in any other thing I've ever seen him in. So playing Takeshi Kovach was not the right pick for yeah, Anthony Yeah, not, not, not fair to him. But I am saying like that just cemented in my mind like, oh, Joel Kinnaman actually, he kind of does this one thing, but he does it really, really well. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think I've only seen him in uh, Altered Carbon and this. He's, uh, he is different in House of Cards. He's a politician in House of Cards. So That's I, I very mean, different. Yeah, he's still a very, like, stark, kind of harsh politician because, spoilers, he loses because, of course, uh, Kevin Spacey and Robin Wright stayed in the White House. So he's like always upset about he, him losing and stuff, but yeah, it, it's a little different for him. Uh, there's all that show with him on Apple TV. We should check that one out. The because isn't he in For All Mankind? Oh yeah, I've never watched that. I want to. I assume he has to be acting a lot more different than that one. I wonder what he's like there. Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, Hannah's good. We're gonna watch season two. Should be good. Don't watch the trailer. It's spoilery, I think. But. If you haven't watched season one and you've listened this far to our podcast, A, what are you doing? B, go watch the show. Season two is dropping by the time you hear this podcast, right? So, unless I'm wrong. I thought it was next week. Is it coming out July 1st? I think, July it's, 3rd? I think it's July 4th weekend that it's released. Oh, so, it's July yeah. 3rd. I thought it was, yeah, yeah, I got my dates mixed up. So, yeah. It's, it's by Friday, July 3rd. hearing so, this, yeah, the day before season two is already podcast. out. Yeah. Just watch both of them. <laughs> Just finish season one and go watch two. I assume it'll be at least as okay, if not good. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we had what came to be very legitimate concerns going into Jack Ryan season two. I have some similar concerns, but I do like that they have this main writer who has now proven twice that he can do pretty well with very different things, even though it's the same story, kind of. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. What he said. (laughs) Go watch the show. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.